Develop enough courage so that you can stand up for yourself and then stand up for somebody else. Maya Angelou. Welcome to episode 49 of the Perfect Mess Podcast. Silence won't fix this. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. going on everybody welcome to the perfect mess podcast i'm your host ray molina and this is episode 49 um today man this is gonna be a quick one uh i went out to um a worldwide walkout that was organized uh, i believe it's worldwidewalkouts.org um, and they put together uh, these walkouts for um protesting with regards to the mandates on the vaccines for children 5 to 11. And uh, I have, the last few that I've seen, I've seen too late. Like people send me the information on Instagram and I never get it on time, so I can't make it. Uh, Today I got it just in time, so I decided to uh, go out there and, you know, basically let my voice get heard um, and kind of see what they were talking about um, and just kind of, you know, Make sure that um, I'm not just sitting online doing the talking and 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 sitting back on social media, just uh, posting photos and and saying how I oppose certain things and not actually doing the footwork. You know what I mean? So that's basically what I did today, and I kind of wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, you know, being in California, uh, especially the Bay Area. We're a very, very liberal, liberal area. Uh, we are the home of all the high-tech dot-coms. The, all the tech businesses are out here. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just um, if you are on social media and you have a, an opinion that doesn't fit the narrative these days, then you know how much these tech giants have control over social media these days. Uh, usually most posts are tagged with, uh, information to where you can fact check or your posts are getting fact check, um, and, or they're getting deleted. You're getting banned for a few days and you're getting warned and all these things just because you may be sharing information that they don't feel fits the narrative or may not be true, which is kind of crazy and should scare some of you because, uh, a lot of the stuff that's being shared comes directly from the CDC or comes directly out of Fauci's mouth or comes directly from uh, doctors who are well known. Uh, And because people are waking up, they are being uh, censored. Um, So that's where we come from, the Bay Area. Uh, And all that stuff is happening out here. We've got YouTube out here, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name it, all the social media platforms come from out here in the Bay Area. So you can imagine what it's like to be on the side of standing your ground uh, with regards to mandates and making your voice heard. It's not very popular out here, uh, although it is growing. I will say that it is definitely growing. People are waking up. 
people are finally starting to to get out there and make themselves seen and heard. Um, I was kind of happy to to get out there and see so many people with their flags. Uh, a lot of people had American flags. A lot of people had um, We the People flags. A lot of people had uh, the Don't Tread on Me flags. Um, you name it, they had them. And then there was a bunch of signs that people made that were super creative. Uh, some great artistic people that were, um, you know, did these signs up. And everybody was out there in good spirits. I think probably the coolest thing that I saw was people of all different colors. Uh, if you pay attention to the mainstream media, they are going to tell you that people uh, that have difference of opinions are anti-vaxxers, uh, they are conspiracy theorists, they're QAnon, they're all these different people that, uh, that just... To be blatant, they're not, they're not of color. They're not people of color. They're white. Uh, and that's not true. Um, but if you pay attention to the mainstream media, that's what they're telling you. Uh, and that, if you get from behind, get from away from your TV, get from behind your computer, put your phone down for a minute and actually go out and pay attention, you will see that there are plenty people of color out there supporting speaking out against these things and that's what I saw and it makes me proud it makes me proud because we are finally taking the opportunity to be heard when I felt for a long time we were allowing politicians and government to tell us how we should feel because we're people of color um, we were told to be that we are victims we are told that we started off in the red we never you know we never given the chances uh, other people were given and that we should be upset but we should make sure that we get this government assistance because we need it and anytime something went our didn't go our way it was because of our skin color because of where we're from because of the way we look because of the way we talk um, you name it that's what we were told and I think people are finally waking up saying you don't get to tell me how I'm supposed to feel. You don't get to tell me that I'm a victim. You don't get to tell me that uh, my life isn't going to go the way I want it because history has shown that people of color um, fail. They don't succeed as much as white people, and that's not the case anymore. Um, I think uh, for the most part, people are getting tired of that. Um, I have shared with you guys on this podcast that I am definitely don't feel like a victim. I don't feel like... Um, the world is against me with regards to who I am and my color of my skin um, and where I was born and raised. I teach my kids the same thing, that they are not victims, that you are not victims. I don't care what they tell you. I don't care what someone tries to tell you. You are not a victim. That you can achieve anything you want to achieve, but you have to do the work. And if certain things don't go your way, it's not because of what you look like, the back, your background you have, the color of your skin and nationality, race, whatever you want to call it. It's not. You got to work harder. But everything is possible. We've proven that time and time again. Um, 
I was able to meet a friend of mine out there that I went to high school with, my friend Grace. Um, she had messaged me and said, hey, I'm going to be out there, or I wanted to go out there, but I don't want to go alone. Um, I was wondering if you're going out there. And I'm like, yep. And she's like, okay, cool. I'm going to go. Um, she's like, I'm just glad I know somebody that's going to be there. So we went out there, man, and um, I had my, well, I don't know if you can see it because I'm, uh, I'm actually, if you're listening, uh, maybe you're watching on YouTube, I'm just laying on the grass facing the camera and talking. So I have my uh, vaccine passport t-shirt with my AR on it. Um, I had my camo beast of famine hat. Uh, I had my flag, my U.S. flag with me, and uh, I had a sign that I made. Um, and people fell in love with my T-shirt. Uh, a lot of people were coming up to me, asking me to take pictures, asking me where I got the shirt. Uh, I had to, I had to actually run back to my car to get my business cards to pass these, to pass them out, so people could actually go to my website and buy them. Um, which was pretty cool. I didn't expect that, but it was cool to, to, to have that happen. So, um, yeah, it's hopefully, you know, these guys hit my website and, uh, we start moving these t-shirts. Um, that would be awesome. Uh, but it was more about being there, being heard and making sure that, you know, people knew that, uh, we weren't happy with, you know, the current, uh, state of affairs with regards to this mandate, um, and our children. Um, Met a lot of cool people out there, uh, you know, met some people who came all the way from um, Burlingame, uh, came all the way from, you know, cities that were, you know, good 30, 45 minutes away just to be here and support. Uh, there was some speakers there. There was the crazy thing is there was only one news channel there, one channel seven news. Uh, and. The, it's kind of funny because there was a lady with a megaphone following this guy as he folded up his tripod. And, you know, she was kind of harassing him a little bit. Uh, for the most part, everybody there was cool. But this lady started harassing this news guy. And he's like, I'm not a reporter. I'm just documenting. And she's like, you better report the real news. And and how come, how come you haven't talked to anybody here? Uh, we're going to watch your channel. And if you lie about what was going on here, we're going to hold you accountable and um he kind of just ignored her and walked away um but I made sure to go up to him and I said hey man uh for what it's worth I haven't noticed any other news channel out here and I said and I want to thank you for being out here um nobody else is here and the fact that you're here documenting it I know you're not doing interviews because you're not the on-camera guy you're literally just the guy documenting it for footage um, I, I appreciate you guys because most of these play, most of these news outlets are not going to document this. They don't want to show that people are not happy about this. And um, he said, honestly, man, he goes, I'm affected by this, too. He goes, I'm out here doing this so I can get footage for the news. He goes, but uh, I was affected by this, too. I had I was forced to get the vaccine because um, they required us to do it or I was going to lose my job. And I've been at the news channel for years. So. Um, I just wanted to let him know that I appreciated him being out there. Uh, you know, the mainstream media is not going to show this side. They don't want to show um, a side where people are disagreeing with what they feel is necessary to get through this pandemic. And that's unfortunate. So I gave him a handshake, told him thank you. Uh, and we kept it moving. Uh, outside of that, you know, um, 
There was so much support from people who were working. So many people drove by in work trucks, you know, whether it be construction trucks, elect, uh, electrician trucks, PG&E, uh, Comcast, AT&T, whatever. Hardworking people, man, just driving by, making sure that their voices were heard, putting their flags out, you know, honking their horns, um, just really, really showing support. Uh, I was just proud to, that I, you know, got the chance to be out there and be a part of this uh, and really get my voice heard. Um, you know, I I look at what's going on and part of me while I was there, I, I'm, I was just kind of blown away that we've gotten so far from what we used to be as a nation. And California as a state, we've just gotten so far from it. Like we, it's almost like, you know, when you, you haven't seen someone in so long and some things have changed with that person so much that the next time you see them, it's almost like they're unrecognizable. That's what I feel about California. That's what I feel about the U.S. right now. I don't recognize anything that's going on. It's everything is so foreign to me now. It's not. It's not what we were as a country, and it's not what I want us to be. Uh, and I'm sure some of you people are listening to this, and they're saying, why does this tie into your podcast? I thought this wasn't a political podcast. This is not a political podcast, but this podcast is about my life. This has to do with my life, because my kids are involved. I have kids. I have a 10 and a 12 year old and they are directly affected by all this and I am a father so this does tie into my life this is part of who I am this is part of the things that I have to deal with and you say well how do you deal with it you know what do you have to deal with well the fact that they are pushing this vaccine I'm impossibly going to force it or send kids home to homeschooling next year um, it affects me I have to be prepared to pull my children out to homeschool them until they realize that people are not going to bring their kids back until they change. That is something that I'm willing to do. That's something that I'm going to have to do if they, in fact, mandate this. Um, So this is, again, this is part of my life. The crazy thing is, is when I dropped off my, or excuse me, when I picked up my kids today from school on the gate to go into the school, was posters that said free vaccine shots today was the first day that they posted that on uh on the gates telling everybody that the vaccine shots are available for 5 to 11 year olds and you can go uh and get them for no fee whatsoever this is on the gate so it's already happening right now they're just offering it it's not mandated but they're pushing the government is pushing uh, to have it become a mandate to where kids have to do it or they will not be able to go to school in person. Um, I will say this time and time again. They messed up last year because a lot of us parents were nervous about homeschooling. We had never done it before, so we were nervous on how that was going to go. But we found out we could do it. We found out that it's not easy, but that we could definitely do it, that it was possible. So that's where they messed up. That's where a lot of parents are going to say, you know, we did this last year. I'm not doing it. I'm willing to do it again until they get their head out of their ass. You know what I mean? Um, So that's where we're at right now with regards to this whole thing. 
uh, I asked my son, did anybody ask him about that? He's all, no, I just, when I was in class, my teacher put it up on the screen for us to see. And he goes, and I was just like, oh, God, you know, and he goes, but a few other kids were saying the same thing. And I said, you know, your teacher is only doing what he's supposed to do, right? The, the, the school has him doing that. I go, you know that, right? I go, it's not his fault. And he goes, I know, I know. I go, okay, I just want you to know that he's not the one pushing it. It's the school board that's pushing it. And he's being told to put it up on the board and just introduce it and talk to you guys about it. I go, but remember our, our talk. If anybody asks you if you've been vaccinated or if you've not been vaccinated or if you'd like to get the vaccine, you say, that's my personal business. And they'll have to talk to either me or your mom. And they're like, right. They said, okay, yeah, you're right, Dad. I said, okay. Same thing with the COVID test. If anybody says, hey, you want to get a COVID test or um, have you been COVID tested? You don't talk to nobody about that. That's your personal business. So I had to reiterate that to them to let them know that this is, this is your personal business. You have every right to say no and say, look, I'm not talking about that. So it was just kind of crazy that I showed up at the school today and that was on the fence. Um, so it's coming, y'all. It's coming. Um, I don't know how you guys are going to deal with it, you know, or even if you're in a state that's going to be doing that. But if you are in a state where it is going to be pushing this, um, I would love to hear how you guys are handling it. I would love to hear you guys, you know, you guys via DM or email or whatever it is. Send me a message and let me know. I would love to hear. Um, because maybe you guys are handling it a way that I should learn. Uh, you know, maybe that will help me out to handle it a better way. Um, I don't know. Uh, if you hear yelling, there's, you know, obviously we're at a park. So kids are wilding out and screaming at the top of their lungs. But uh, anyways, kids are having fun, man. I'm just glad to see everybody running around outside again after such a hellish last year, right? Um, but I always tell you guys, I'm going to share everything that, that has to do with my life. Um, some days it's talking about family. Some days it's talking about divorce. Some days it's talking about being a dad. Some days it's talking about sports. Uh, and how it ties into my life today, it just happens to be a protest. Um, and it is what it is. Uh, some of you may not want to hear this on my podcast. And if that's you, you can fast forward or you can skip to the next episode or go back a few episodes. Uh, you always have that choice, but I'm always going to be me and I'm always going to share my life with you guys. Uh, you know, I, I, I keep watching this, you know, online, these, you know, people being upset. Um, and I think more and more people are getting confused and upset that a lot of, a lot of Latinos, blacks and Asians and, and, and others are, are waking up. Th this whole, this whole idea of it's only one way and we've only been think we're only supposed to think one way is getting played out. I think people are starting to realize the the jig is up. It's not working anymore. There are more and more people like myself who are feeling pressured to do stuff that they shouldn't have to be pressured to do. Everything that's been going on has been forcing me to get more 
close to what my roots are. And what my roots are is coming from a military family. I come from a military family. I've got my grandfather, my dad, my uncles. I've got cousins. I've got all kinds of family members and loved ones who served in the military, who still serve in the military. All of this stuff that's been going on has forced me to dig back into my roots and say, I'm not... I'm not going to fall for everything that's been going on. I'm not going to fall for that. I'm not going to agree to that. In fact, I'm going to go back and I'm going to grab my roots and hold on to them strong. Because that's who I really am. And when you do that, you start to find out what really matters. You start to find out that all this other stuff is just noise. But if you want to be true to yourself and you want to be happy, you grab on to whatever made you who you were and you don't let it go. And that's what I've been doing. It's been frustrating to to watch and listen to all the things that are going on um, and look back at my family and realize things should have been better for them. You know, I I, I listened to, you know, I I was talking to a guy out there uh, who uh, who liked my shirt and we ended up talking about everything and the topic of uh, illegals that came across the border illegally um, that and then now are possibly going to be getting paid almost half a million dollars per person because of some rule that they were being wronged by the Trump administration or whatever that whatever that is. But that I thought it was a lump sum, but it turns out that it's actually per person that they're trying to get it passed. If that passes that breaks my heart. And the reason why it breaks my heart is because how are we so, how can we come up with nearly half a million dollars to give to somebody who came to this country absolutely illegally, broke into the country? I'm not talking about kids who were brought over here by their parents. I'm talking about grown-ass adults who, were, who came over here illegally and are now going to get checks if this thing passes for nearly $500,000. Again, let me be clear. I'm not talking about kids, okay? I'm not talking about the kids that, that had no choice and their parents came when they were young and they've been here. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about grown-ass adults who came here knowing they were breaking the law with no kids but came here and are now being put up to possibly get nearly $500,000 ahead. That should bug people. And it doesn't make you racist. It doesn't make you um, uh, a hateful person or inconsiderate. It doesn't do that. No. What it makes you is someone who's logically thinking, saying, hey, what about my uncle who fought in Vietnam, who lost both of his legs and came back and didn't get any real assistance like that? What about my buddy who was in Fallujah? who lost his best friend in front of him in a chow hall and then lost hearing in, in his left ear. What about him? Where's the money he gets? Because now he's disabled. My uncle's disabled. What about the countless soldiers that came back affected by mustard gas and all the different things that happened in Iraq? Where's their money at? How is it we're able to come up with all this money 
And we can't do that for the people who gave their life. Listen, we're, we send kids overseas. Kids. Babies. And sometimes they come back deformed, fucked up. Or they don't come back at all. And none of them have been offered that. None of them have been offered that much money. It's mind-boggling to me how that we could bring ourselves as a country to even entertain a conversation like that for people who didn't go through the proper channels to come to this country. I had this conversation with someone while we were there at the walkout today. And it frustrated me. Because... It shouldn't be like that. We should be taking care of those who take care of us. And those guys going out there fighting and 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 doing what we need to do, they're not they're not out there by choice. A lot of them are out there because they had no better choice. They had to they had to sign up and enlist because they had no future. But the fact that they went out there and they put their lives on the line and we didn't take care of them when they got back, that bugs me. It does. There are a lot of stuff going on that's like that, that just, it forces me to pray a lot. It forces me to get on my knees when I'm at home and just pray. Pray for patience, pray for, pray for understanding, pray to, to love when I don't feel like there's any love around. It's just too much going on. I think things are changing. Like I said, I saw so many different nationalities out there. I think things are changing. uh, But it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take people like you and me to get up, get out there and make, make sure that we are seen and we are heard. That's what it's going to take. You can't sit on social media all day and just share and repost. It has to be more than that. It has to be more than that. You actually got to do some footwork. I, uh... I hope that if you have kids, you're paying close attention to what these people from the FDA are saying. I hope you are. I hope you're not just blindly going into this with the idea of, hey, everybody's doing it. I just got to get my kids vaccinated. I hope that you're making a very conscious decision with regards to that. I hope you're listening to the facts. I hope you're listening to interviews, reading stories, so you can really come to a conclusion of whether it's good or not for your kids. I hope you're doing that. And the reason why I share that is because the sign that I made today to go out there simply said, we're never going to understand how safe this vaccine is until we start giving it. That was Dr. Rubin from the FDA. I'll say it again. 
we're never going to understand how safe this vaccine is until we start using it. That's basically admitting that we've got to put it out there, we've got to test it, we've got to let it, we've got to let it take its course, and if some people die or some people get hurt, okay, then we've got to bring it back off the market and we've got to fine-tune it. That's what that is. It's a live test, y'all. Live test. That should bug you. Those are their words, not mine. That's what my sign said. Their words, not mine. That should make you nervous. The fact that none of these companies can be held accountable, doctors, nurses, hospitals, uh, big pharma, any of these companies, none of them, none of these people, they can't be held accountable. Why? Because they don't want to take the blame for if this vaccine goes, goes sideways. For somebody. They don't want to get sued. It's pretty crazy, right? That should worry you. The narrative that they push for people who think like myself and plenty of other people is anti-vaxxer, anti-vaxxer, anti-vaxxer. I'm going to be very clear with you again. I am not an anti-vaxxer. I'm anti-mandate. I think I was very clear that I told my mom that she needed to get the vaccine. She's high risk. I've recommended it to a few people. Even though I know you can get sick and pass it still. I just believe that that should be your choice. It shouldn't be anybody else's choice. Your choice and your choice only. That's what I believe. We're at a crossroad. We're at a crossroad. If you don't feel it, then you're not paying attention. We're at a crossroad right now. I hope you're paying attention. I hope you're uh, you're really locked in, um, and I hope you, when it comes, you're away. And it's going to affect you. I hope you make the right decision for your family. And I hope it does. I hope you do everything to keep your family safe. You want the vaccine? It makes you feel more safe. It makes you feel comfortable. Take it. But at the same time, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad American. I'm not a bad citizen. I'm not uh, an asshole because I decided not to take it. I'm not. So that's all I got, guys. I just wanted to share uh, my trip today uh, to the walkout. I shared a bunch of pictures on my Instagram, uh, so make sure to check that out. Uh, the pictures came out great. But um, like always, you can check me out at raymolina.com. Uh, my Instagram is it's raymolina. My TikTok is the same. And my uh, podcast Instagram is at the perfect mess pod. All right. If you'd like to donate, like I always say, it's not required. But if you'd like to, it's dollar sign. It's Ray Molina at Cash App. Okay. I do Venmo, Zelle, and all that good stuff too. But you'll have to DM me, and I'll get you that information. 
Uh, other than that, that's all I have. Um, I love you guys, man. Uh, and I hope you guys understand that uh, I try not to get super political or, or uh, I don't know. I try not to get too sucked into the vaccine and, and COVID stuff that's going on, but we're all dealing with it, so I have to talk about it, all right, because it is part of my life. It's, it's everyday life. I have to deal with it, all right? So I apologize to nobody for keeping honest and being who I am, and I hope you understand that, all right? Like I always say, my life isn't perfect. Oftentimes, it's a mess, but for me, it is the perfect mess, all right? You have a wonderful, wonderful day, night, wherever you're at, uh, and I will catch you on the flip side. Again, I'm your host, Ray Molina, and this is the Perfect Mess Podcast, episode 49. Thanks. Peace. Perfect Mess is my perfect mess. Perfect mess is my perfect mess